Hey everyone, welcome to Design Huddle, a podcast about UX, creative careers, and the internet. We talk about a broad range of topics with some of the most creative people out there. We really hope you enjoy this series. And if the audio is bothering you, well, that's because this is one of our earliest episodes and we were still kind of figuring out this whole podcasting thing. So if it bothers you, no worries. Just click to one of the later episodes. But thank you so much for listening and being a part of the Design Huddle community. Please subscribe if you like this content. Thank y'all. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. hey welcome to Design Huddle. This is a podcast for anyone that wants to get inspired and learn how to build cool stuff with cooler people. We interview designers, creators, influencers, and sometimes just chat about interesting design topics. We'll hit on things like product design, UX best practices, and how you can up-level your personal brand. This podcast is hosted by myself, your boy, Ryan Warrender, a UX designer and taco enthusiast based in New York City, and Brendan Gross, a digital strategist for Fortune 500 companies. We started this podcast to learn from each other, the community, and most important, you, the listeners. So thank you for tuning in, and let's dive in to today's episode of Design Huddle. Let's go! Ryan, who are you? Who is this badass before us? Please give us a spiel. I'm just going to say this man's from Google. I'm pointing this way because that's where my computer is, or this way. Uh, but I'm not going to steal his thunder. Ryan, tell us a little bit about us, or you. Yeah, yeah, us. for sure. <laughs> so my name is Ryan uh, Warrender. I'm a, a UX designer, strategist. Um, I'm a Googler. I currently work at Google. Before that, I did a lot of freelance uh, consulting. Uh, I started my career at General Electric. And yeah, super excited for the series. It's going to be awesome. We're learning a lot. So we'd love to get your feedback on what you'd like to see in the future. Exactly. Ryan just did a big one of these. All the dust. Anyway, yep. So guys, <laughs> if you guys don't know me, just go to my Instagram uh, and learn anything you want about me. I'm a designer and consultant for Fortune 500s, yada, 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 dust. Um, but really, we're here and starting a new vlog slash, what are those things called where you do the voice? Podcast for designers, basically anything and everything for both new and seasoned designers to improve your game and just get better in your career and improve and get up that ladder. Um, so what we're going to be talking about today, guys, is five small design things that we constantly forget in our day to day. So we're going to go through five of these. Ryan and I are going to go through some of the things that a lot of you guys have questioned about and we're going to go through how we miss out on these things and how they can improve our design that much more. So let's get into it. So just for context, um, I come from a mobile and you know web background. So some of my recommendations are going to be specific to that, but I do think that you know regardless of the interface that you're designing, that these will be good tips to follow. 
So the one that I had, and I think it's the biggest common pitfall that designers fall into, is you know uh, not focusing on the above the fold experience. Too many times we're distracting users with too many options for a user to get lost. Um, I usually recommend just having one or maybe two CTAs call to actions above the fold. So you know, in a lot of ways, it's just like less is more, and stop distracting your users by giving them too much upfront. Does Agreed. that make sense? I mean, I feel I feel like I feel like most people are trying to jam so much in on that first you know that first load that uh, it's easy to get lost. One hundred percent, guys. Stop giving all your users all the buttons. We know you want to make money, but one or two is good for the user experience. Stop. Yeah. Remember your users. We know you want money, but please, everybody has lives. Everybody has a brain. They know what to do. Just give them what they want, and they'll give you money back in return. So, yes, Ryan, we are in total agreement with you. So, cool. moving on from that, you know, in retrospect, or not retrospect, but in addition to that, you know, Above the fold and headlines are extremely important. That goes into my point of basically read, users don't read. And especially they, they have attention issues. Everybody has attention issues. If you've seen any of my videos, you can definitely see I have a little bit of that myself. Um, but we're not here to talk about me. Um, you know, it is definitely, it's been proven that users skim. Nobody reads, you know, newspapers. I just read the headlines. I'm sure you just read the headlines. You just need a little bit to give context to yourself about what you're reading and then you go to on to the next thing. You don't have enough, people don't have time. So when, as designers, what we need to be really cognizant of is when we're designing for people who don't read. So how we can find power in that is using our ability as designers to design a hierarchy of content in such a way that people who skim actually understand what exactly you're trying to communicate to them. So in short, design really good headlines. Newspapers and any type of media do this really well. You can understand what they're trying to uh, deliver to you just from their headlines. So make sure that when you're designing things, make sure you have very clear headlines, very clear of, you know, anywhere in your hierarchy on the page, a specific um, how you're laying things out or specifically what you're trying to say. Say it in one sentence and that's it. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a really good point. I mean, the whole idea of like doing less is um, is super important for a multitude of reasons. Like, for for one is that like one one activity, one tip that I usually recommend is that when you're working with someone and when you're designing an interface, is ask yourself what is the primary goal someone is trying to achieve by coming to your site, app, interface. 100%. What is their goal? What is their goal? And then from that, count the number of clicks it takes to reach the endpoint. Like, how long does it take for them to actually complete the task? And what I tend to do is like, you know, a lot of times if it's like a mobile e-com site, for example, it might be, you know, 15, 20 clicks before you can actually make purchase of those Nike shoes. Yeah. So it's really important to try to reduce the number of clicks, the less friction, ultimately the more people that are going to, you know, come back and ultimately convert on the site. For real. If it takes me 10 clicks to buy my shoes, I ain't coming back. So <laughs> <laughs> on to the next point. Let's do it. Yeah, so um, one that I think gets overlooked by designers, I'm a big advocate of this. I know that there's a lot of like unicorns that are designs and developers, but number three is not monitoring speed. Site speed is critical. You know, 53% of users bounce if a site takes longer than three seconds to load. It's Definitely. one of the biggest drivers. Um, it's gonna continually be that way. So even if you think you have a fast site, um, monitor it. There's a phenomenal tool called Lighthouse. 
which I'm going to probably do another, like we might do a deeper dive on a later episode. Yeah. But just type in, uh, just Google Lighthouse. You can run a performance test. It'll give you a score. And actually, it gives you direct recommendations on how you can speed up your site. I'm sure we all want to know where the Lighthouse is. I just want to get in it. You know, I don't care. It might be an awesome tool, but I just want to see where the lighthouse is and they would just walk to the top. But regardless, you know, I'm sure we're all look f very forward to, to seeing the video about the, the lighthouse. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be good. So everybody stay tuned. Continue watching these videos because we all want to see the lighthouse, including me. Um, so next point, number four, what we really and this is a big one. A lot of you guys are going to hate us or maybe hate me. You'll be like that gross boy on his vlogs with. Yeah. Um, this is a big one. Don't reinvent the wheel. Uh, I have a lot of people DMing me very nasty things about like how I always talk about being a copy designer or just copy. Um, you guys would be like, if you guys saw my DM box, you guys would be like, wow, these people exist. There's a difference between pride and just designing something really good. There's people, or not designing really good, designing smart. Um, people have done the legwork. There is no need to build out an entire new innovative experience because one, I mean, if you just wanted to for the hell of it, awesome, great. But we also have to keep in mind of a constant in the human experience is people use what is familiar to them. And as designers, we have to build and design for things that are familiar to humans. So there's no need to redesign the wheel. We can look at the, the wheel and be like, oh, we can make this minor adjustment. But there's this very important saying that is don't build for, don't build, you want to stay in between one to two steps ahead of your time. Don't do like five because then people can't relate. So you want to kind of understand where people are, gauge what they can use comfortably and design to that. So don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah, just to, just to add to that, I mean, if you're a small company, you know, like you probably have one developer, one designer, you know, maybe one product manager. Um, yeah. Think about like companies like Amazon, right? They probably have hundreds of people that are monitoring their site that are running constant A-B tests. So uh, the real takeaway is that, you know, a lot of times they've done a lot of the heavy lifting for you. So you can reduce risk, especially for smaller companies. It makes a lot more sense to kind of, you know, see what works. So I think that's, I think that's a really good tip. And then the fifth one, just to kind of bring it home, um, is that, you know, a lot of times we don't use data to justify our design decisions. Whether you're, you know, a UX consultant, a PM, even an engineer, a lot of times we just kind of go in with like gut instincts. We don't talk to our users. My biggest yep. recommendation by far is not only to do like, you know, a visual audit, but also to do, you know, have some data points to back it up. You know, for me, you know, coming from a Google background, like Google Analytics obviously tells you a pretty good story. I typically start with pages that have super high bounce rates, typically pages with high bounce rates that, you know, alludes to users having a ton of pain points. So naturally, if you start there, you know, fix those issues, a lot of times it'll trickle down to the rest of the experience. So, you know, just really spend a little extra time uh, up front identifying the problems, start with the ones with the biggest pain points and then work from there. Exactly. Designers are doctors. They both start with D and I thought it was cool to say, but it, it's true. We use metrics and data to diagnose problems. Um, so yeah, very true, Ryan. So guys, those are our top five of ways they can become better designers and basically just kick ass like us. No, just playing. Um, but these are very, <laughs> five, 
these are five very important things that a lot of designers uh, miss out on and uh, very important things that we always want to um, recheck ourselves because we get so much into our day-to-day -day work that these are just smile minute things that or details that we forget to remember when we're in the nitty-gritty of our work so we wanted to bring these to you guys attention and we hope we hope that these um, whether you're new you're in the field um, or you're badasses like us that this you know <laughs> you know rekindles some uh, just remind you when we're working to remember these things to make your designs better but other than that guys we really hope that you would love this first episode of the design bros that's gonna be our placeholder name Ryan was like don't do it don't don't say that but I'm gonna say it um, but we would really love to have it's your a, feedback. It's a solid solid placeholder <laughs> but we're open we're open to feedback on what yes, the name should the be. the design bros um, so please comment down below your thoughts on any of these five, your thoughts on the name of this uh, segment. We'll be putting this out on IGTV, YouTube, and LinkedIn, so you can find it really everywhere. We're just and we're also going to be putting turning this into a podcast, so you guys can really listen to us and our sexy voices from anywhere. So you can thank us any ha anywhere. Anyway, <laughs> so Ryan, <laughs> any last words to these uh, amazing designer ears and eyeballs? Nah, thanks for having me. I think it's uh, awesome. Love the design community. Yo, if you guys are out there, hit me up on Instagram. Um, I'm starting a YouTube channel soon. I'm starting a YouTube channel soon, so look for that. But uh, this is awesome. Thanks for uh, the invite. Yeah, anytime. All right, guys. Well, till next video. Peace. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Design Huddle is a podcast that is hosted by Ryan Warner and Brennan Gross. The opinions stated here are our own and not those of our company. Thank you for tuning in and please feel free to share this episode.